This is Fluency at Your Fingertips by Seb Answers, a podcast for English language learners and teachers. Hi, everyone. Today I'm talking about toys, the benefits of play, and childhood and commercialization. The part two topic is to describe a toy that you enjoyed playing with when you were a child. The toy that I'm thinking of is actually a real item that people used. It's a telephone, an old rotary telephone. Rotary meaning that the dial would turn and the numbers were from zero to nine in order. Turning the numbers meant uh, you'd hear a sound click, 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 click as the dial went back. That was part of the entertainment. Uh, the toy was not colorful. It was black. Um, when it was made many decades before it was given to me, they were only making uh, plastics in a very few num small number of colors, black, um, maybe beige or off-white. And my parents gave it to me to play with, to entertain myself. I had other toys, but the reason I enjoyed playing with this old telephone so much was that it had a lot of interesting parts in it, and my parents didn't mind if I tried to take it apart. So I could use a screwdriver, unscrew the bottom, see the electrical parts, the wires inside, and with the receiver, the cover, the round cover on the mouthpiece, the microphone, or the speaker on the headset, I could unscrew that and see those little parts inside as well. So it was enjoyable, hours of entertainment, and uh, I don't think I ever totally took it apart. Um, I didn't destroy it. Um, it was a very durable telephone. Uh, the plastic that they used really did last a long time, very heavy. Um, and so for my small hands, I think that was a really fun thing to use and to play with besides the other toys, which uh, really were made for children of my age, but that one in particular that was a real item uh, provided lots of entertainment. Now moving on to part three, toys in general. What kinds of toys are popular with children in your country now? I was at the shop today and uh, also at the shopping mall recently. I did go into a toy store. I see a lot of things uh, that are very typical toy cars, toy dolls, stuffed animals, and a lot of things geared toward learning too, and some toy musical instruments, not not really sophisticated, but the kind of things that are colorful that will attract a baby's attention, and uh, I think if there's anything different, I did see that there was a toy kind of Apple Watch. So the Apple Watch is a wristwatch that's a computer. Um, and this, you know, similar to the toy that I talked about that was a phone, they do make these phones that now are kind of like smartphones, but they have buttons that little children can press. And this was the first time I saw something that was made to look like an Apple Watch for children to play with. Okay, how are toys children have nowadays different from those in the past. I think that some of the electronics um, are different. Um, perhaps there are 
you know, the, the charging ports, they have these USB charging ports for these toys that, that use a battery. In the past, you know, I, I had toys when I was a child that had just batteries, and of course it's kind of annoying not to be able to recharge those if you don't actually have rechargeable batteries, but now even the toys have these charging ports, so you don't even have to remove the battery, you can just plug it in and charge the toy. Should parents give children lots of toys instead of spending time with them? I think that children really value their parents' attention, and I think it's very important to play with the children when you give them toys anyway. I don't think that one is exclusive of the other. I think children can have a lot of gifts from parents or family members, extended family, and it's very enjoyable for all of those people that are active in the child's life to be engaged with uh, kids and, and to spend their time playing with them with the toys that they give them as well. Moving on to benefits of play. What can young children learn through play? Children learn a lot about uh, physics, the way things bounce, the way things move. Um, they interact with the, the sounds. I'm thinking of the toys again, but in playing with other children their age, they learn to share. That's very important. And I think it's also important that the children learn how to express themselves when they're playing imaginary games, they're using language, they're playing with language, they have interactions with uh, children of the same age and they learn more, they learn language, they learn uh, how to use their body through movement. Yep, lots to learn. What benefits do team sports bring to children? I think besides the fitness and the physical activity, a lot of Sports are played outdoors, and that's very important. It's very important that children spend time outside with friends, um, getting exercise. And on teams, children learn to communicate again, uh, to cooperate, work together. And competitive team sports can be very exciting. I remember when I was young and played soccer with my classmates in grade school, we had a, a team, and it was a really fun thing for all of us at that age to go out on Saturday afternoons and sometimes travel and play against other teams in our state. Does online gaming or traditional games and sports benefit children more? Gaming or traditional games and sports? So I think that there's a distinction between online gaming and gaming or vid playing video games with consoles that don't connect to the internet. I think there are issues with being online and some of the games that are online are designed in a way that the game either never ends or characters you know, roll over after a game and, and the player collects a lot of things. It's a very addictive uh, way that the game designers have kept children involved or players involved in the games day after day. I think there are video games that aren't really that addictive, for instance. I've even heard they help develop problem-solving skills. 
that, of course, that can be done through traditional games, board games, and other, other sports. But I think gaming like Tetris, for instance, the games don't last hours. I've heard Tetris can be a, a very good way to uh, develop problem-solving skills, for one, and to relax. Moving on to childhood and commercialization. Is it acceptable to aim advertising like toys, games, or food at children? I think there's a problem with the food advertising because some food advertising is for chocolates or candies, and that's particularly unhealthy. Advertising games or toys, children, if they're watching TV, they are, um, they have a more difficult time turning off their attention. So I, I do think that there's a problem when advertising is directed to children with this, this other topic as well. But there's a market for it, and um, I'm not sure I'm willing to say that it's something that should be prohibited. I wouldn't quite go that far. How much pressure is put on children to conform with their peers? Actually, I think there's quite a lot. Uh, this doesn't uh, limit itself to brands, but with fashion and with hobbies, I think, yeah, children and teenagers, they want to be part of the community that they belong to, and if friends are getting involved in a new sport, I think there's no reason to be worried about that. But yeah, there can be some pressure if... Uh, children have trouble uh, dealing with competition or competitive sports or perhaps even dangerous competitive sports. Um, I think, for instance, some ex what we call extreme games like skateboarding can be dangerous for children at a young age and without a certain skill level, children shouldn't attempt some of the more difficult things that they see professionals do. Does the increasing focus on children as consumers damage the experience of childhood? I think that um, one, of, one of the most um, difficult times of year is when children are really building up their expectations to receive a Christmas present. And on the one hand, parents might want to give their child something really special. On the other hand... If it's um, something that's really expensive, I don't think children are going to get what they want. And so I don't think children should be made to feel that pressure. Yeah, I, I, would, I would say, unfortunately, uh, consumption and, and always wanting things is something that children have to overcome. And it takes a long time. I know children are always asking for more and more toys, and they will have to learn that there's a limit. And... Maybe that's not unique to the modern age, but um, there definitely has to be a limit. And I think children, <laughs> parents need to tell their children when uh, they've reached uh, the maximum number of toys that their toy box can hold. And that it's time either to give some away or stop collecting them. Thanks for listening to Seb's IELTS Answers and... Look forward to the next post very soon. Thank you.